Back to jazz. None of that hip hop stuff. <clears throat> Hello, this is Finus, and this is Reading with Finus. Yesterday we were reading about cattling, and today we'll be doing the same thing reading about cattling. I'm looking at this page I'm going to read. It's, it's good. There's an intro um, of Fuel, fuel, fuel Bee, Stories of Cattle. And then there's uh, a couple stories. I think I'll just read one and then tomorrow I'll read another one. You know how it be. Um, follow me to Everything's Just Fine on Instagram to see my illustrations. Uh, let's get this started. Ooh, 45 seconds in. I like it. The Fuel Bee, singularly polio, also known as Fula, Fuliana, and Piula, Piula, Piula. There's no A at the end. P-U-U-P-E-U-L, Piula. Have historical, historically been cattle herders in the savannah zones across West Africa. And between the Atlantic Ocean and the Lake Chad, their nomadic groups are to be found everywhere. Cattle may survive. Uh, many fuel bee have settled uh, down across this belt, forming distinct set of set of, set of, set in three communities in areas such as Futa Tora, Senegal, see below chapter sixty nine. Okay, Futa Jalon, highlands of Guana, and Wasalua, or um, in Malia. Lip, Lipitaco, Lipitaco, yeah, Barak, uh, and that's in Barakana Faso, and throughout the northern Nigeria and Cameroon. These settled communities are also are all also almost all associated with Islam. And in the 18th and 19th century, many of them embarked on religious wars of conquest and conversion. In northern Nigeria, particularly, fuel would be religious. Militancy led to conquest of the Hayasi city-states by Philby dynasties and the establishment of the Cal Caliphate of Sotu. In modern times, the nomadic Philby have lost much of their former freedom of movement. They live in much closer association with farmers whose fields are fertilized by the cattle grazing on the stubble. The herds often work for hire, tending other owners' cattle. The stories represent something of the geographic range. The story of Tam, Tama, Tamabam is found from Senegal to Nigeria. The Muslim account was collected in northern Nigeria and the story of the first cow in Mali. Tayamaba, the great serpent. A woman gave birth to twin offspring. One was a normal boy wh whom she named Ilio. The other was an egg, and she kept the egg in her chamber until it hatched out a snake. Some people say the snake had 96 wondrous scales, one for each of the recognized color patterns of cattle. She raised the boy normally, but she kept the snake hidden, first under a little dish and later under an overturned pot. She fed the snake various things, milk and sometimes small animals such as chicks. The snake grew, the boy grew, and time passed. The mother became uh, old and died, leaving the care of the snake to his brother. 
The snake was now so big that the brother built him his own small hut. So apart from the others, and every day the brother brought him a bowl of milk. Some people say it was goat's milk, others that it was milk from cows, which appeared with the snake. The snake wa warned his brother that he should not marry a woman with very small breasts, for if such a woman were to see him, he would have to leave. But the brother fell in love with a woman who had very small breasts, and after a time, he married her. He built a high wall around the snake's hut so that it would be difficult to see him. Things went well for a time, but then the wife began to wonder why her husband went every day to visit a small hut, carrying with him a pot of milk. She asked an old woman, and the old woman suggested she should wait until her husband was away. Then she could stand on an overturned martyr and peek over the wall to, to be sure if it, was, it wasn't it was another woman in there. So the wife waited for a few days, and then when her husband was away, she took her mortar and turned it on in on end right next to the high earth wall and climbed up on it and peeked over. She saw the snake sunning himself outside his hut. The snake saw her. He knew that the proportion he had laid on his brother had been broken. The pro prohibition. Um, so the snake was like, Damn, I, I, snakes can't even see that well. I want y'all to know that. Snakes really they stick their tongue out and like they smell a lot of things. So that snake was like, damn, you flat chested. I can see it from here and I can't see anything. The snake swelled up. He knocked down the, the door and burst through the walls. He was so big, he began to slither away from the homestead down towards the swampy areas by the stream. Ilio came back and found the, si si uh, the signs of the snake's departure, the breach in the wall where the gate had been the empty hut, he saw the trace of the snake's path and followed him, running in his haste to catch up with his brother. It was night when he came to the swampy area where the snake had gone, and to his surprise, Ilio found himself surrounded by cattle. The snake spoke to him. These are my water cattle, Ilio, he said. Cut yourself a stick of nelapi wood and begin to touch the cattle. Each cow that he touched will remain with you to give you milk and make your wealth. The rest shall come with me into the water. The, the prohibition uh, has been violated and I must leave you. And with that, the snake began to move through the swamp towards the deep flowing currents of the great river beyond it. And the cattle, lowing in darkness, gathered and followed him. Frantically, Ilio cut himself a stick and this, that stick has become the emblem of the Philippi herdsman to this day. He rushed into the herd, touching cattle left and right, and those he touched turned aside from their course towards the river and moved backwards. And the snake followed all the cows, which Ilio did not touch, slipped into the waters of the great river and vanished. Ilio was the ancestor of all Philippi herdsmen. Well, at least, no, at least, you know what? You know how I'm usually happy about death and destruction and all that? This time, pretty happy that no one died here because it would have been a shame that um, just because he fell in love with someone that has small breasts or any size, it could be any, any doesn't need other breasts or don't have breasts at all, whatever. Whoever you fall in love with um, and makes you happy, you know, you shouldn't be punished uh, so wholeheartedly that you don't have food for you and yours. Uh, so that's great. I like that he was able to stay married, um, but it, it was uh, uh, 
what a story. You know, I didn't think it was going to be a breast thing that was going to be the, the thing. But I get it. The, the, the snake loves milk. Maybe he thinks milk connected to breasts, be able to provide for enough for everyone. And when hit with a small breast woman, he's like, this this guy doesn't, this my brother doesn't have any taste and doesn't know how to, survive, to provide for a family or something. Eh, you know, BS. But uh, nonetheless, it's a cool story. Yeah, uh, nothing wrong with little titties. Little breasts are okay. I have little ones myself, you know? Yeah, it's okay. Uh, what a story. Thanks for listening. This is Reading with Finest. Follow me to Everything's Just Fine. Boop, 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 boop,